dietitian. And I'm Tara, a journalist. We're mums of little ones and we're also sisters. New Mums Nutrition is a podcast that helps you optimize your nutrition and thrive in this season of life. Today we are talking all things vegan and plant-based nutrition and breastfeeding and really answering the question, can you be vegan and breastfeed? I've brought Kia on. She is an accredited practicing dietitian with a special interest in plant-based nutrition. So she's the perfect person to have on our podcast today. She is the founder of Plant Nutrition and Wellness, which is a Brisbane-based virtual dietitian practice. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get started and chat everything about plant-based nutrition. There can be a lot of challenges when it comes to being vegan or plant-based. So I thought I'd throw us a few facts before we get into it if you're on a on a full plant-based diet or a vegan diet their iron requirements are 80% higher than just the average person or even zinc the requirements are 50% higher than just the average person who's not eating a plant-based diet and so that really brings some challenges when breastfeeding there's already extra nutrient requirements that we have we're really going to pick your brains about the things that we need to be aware of if that is something that we're considering following a plant-based diet while breastfeeding. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am Kia and this year, oh no, sorry, 2022 now. So last year, 2021, (laughs) I gave birth to my darling daughter, Skylar. She's now nine months old officially yesterday. Um, And so you know, it's been a whirlwind of a motherhood journey, but I've absolutely loved, loved every minute of it. Um, I guess, you know, having a baby during COVID, you know, brings a lot of challenges within itself. It's, you can't even explain how good motherhood is. Um, so there's Skylar and then also I've got my partner Matson, and we all live here in Brisbane. And I love that you said it's really a whirlwind, isn't it? There's some really high points, but there's also can be some really low points. It's all this really big journey that you go on. Tell us that one question we like to ask every guest who comes on our podcast is if there was a song that could summarize your birth story. Is there a song that you have in mind? Yeah, so... When I gave birth, so I had a plan C-section and which is quite a quick procedure. So it's quite surreal, you know, you go from sitting in a room, um, you know, watching a movie. We were watching Pretty Woman to next, like 10 minutes later, you have a child. Yeah. Um, and so essentially kind of pretty quickly after that, we were, you know, taken off because COVID, they don't like to keep you around waiting anywhere, um, placed in our room. And one of the songs that we were listening to on the first day and the entire time of being in our room, because we really couldn't go out of our room much, was not a particular song, but it's actually a playlist on YouTube called Lo-Fi. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of it. There's this really good playlist called A Chill Chill Day at Home. And it's just got these really just nice chilled vibes. And every time I listen to it, um, it just takes me back to, you know, that first day of when I was, you know, just gave birth, I was still lying in the bed, you know, you know, because you've got all your pain medication, you can't feel your legs, but you've got this beautiful little bundle of joy in your arms. And it's just such a nice calming track that always takes me back to that special play. Mm, it's amazing how one song or even the playlist, like you said, can really just take you back. Thinking about now breastfeeding and vegan, can you answer the question for us? Can you be vegan and breastfeed? 
because you are plant-based yeah so I am yeah technically vegan I um yeah don't eat any animal products no egg dairy cheese milk animal meat etc honey Uh, but yeah I've been vegan myself for 11 years now so it's been a while and yes I am also exclusive oh not there I'm completely breastfeeding Skylar's now having solids as well Mm -hmm. Um, but yes you definitely can breastfeed and be healthy as a vegan Um, so for example like dietitians Australia says that a vegan diet is suitable for all ages of life um, including pregnancy and breastfeeding however there is more risks of nutritional deficiencies. Similar to what you said earlier, you know, iron requirements are 80% higher, zinc requirements are 50% higher. So it's something that it is very important to be well-planned, which, as I'm sure many of you know, can be difficult when you've got a new baby and you've literally got no time to, you know, prepare meals sometimes or even have snacks. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's important that, you, you can do it um, and you should know that you can do it, but it's important to do it correctly if you if you want to go down that path. Mm, it sounds like planning is really key when there's these extra requirements and you're sleep deprived. And I always say never rely on your sleep deprived brain to make decisions for you because it's probably not going to be the ones you want. Mm. And it just makes everything harder. You mentioned there are some risks though that come with being vegan and breastfeeding. What are some of the risks that we need to be aware of? So one of the most common ones would be not eating enough overall. So when we think about food, um, you know, food has contains calories and our bodies need a certain amount of calories every day. And those calorie requirements increase during pregnancy, but they remain high during breastfeeding. Um, now, an important thing to think about with vegan foods, because it's primarily from plants like fruits, vegetables, legumes, those foods are naturally quite low in calories. So meaning that if you eat quite a lot of low calorie foods regularly, you might not be eating enough. And so when we're not eating enough through our diet, then we might not be able to provide enough nutrition for our growing baby that, you know, if we're exclusively breastfeeding is surviving solely of us. Um, but also it can place us at a little bit of a higher risk of nutritional deficiencies too, um, you know, by just not being able to get enough food. Um, another common one I do see is iron as well is, you know, that's, that's something I honestly see quite common with all across the life cycle. You know, you don't even have to be pregnant or breastfeeding, um, vegans and vegetarians are notoriously quite, um, do have a little bit of a high risk of iron deficiency. Um, Mm. so being aware of that and having your iron levels regularly checked is important and I would say as well with your zinc levels too which is often one that I find doctors might miss um you know they they might not regularly check zinc um and then therefore uh could be deficient and not know the other nutrient that I would say is quite important is vitamin b12 so vitamin b12 is the one nutrient that you can't get from plant-based foods um we only find it in uh, animal products and so it's very important to supplement and especially important to supplement if you are pregnant or breastfeeding because it's involved in helping our neurons uh, develop properly and making sure that we don't get any long-term brain damage from deficiency so it can be quite serious if you do get deficiency and so regularly supplementing and supplementing enough is important throughout 
the pregnant uh, pregnancy and breastfeeding process. Yeah, so it sounds like there's a few things. One, making sure that you are eating enough, but also key nutrients like iron, zinc and B12 are really key to be making sure either through a blood test, but making sure that what you're eating and supplementing with has enough in it. And I think as well, what's important is something like iron. Our baby relies on that through our breast milk. And so if we're deficient, actually our bodies will prioritize putting that through to the breast milk to the baby, which actually can leave us even more deficient and tired and exhausted. There is an element that breastfeeding and just being a new mum is exhausting, but I think especially if you're following a plant-based diet, it's really being on top of those and knowing that you're at a slightly higher risk for Mm. deficiencies and really getting on top of that as quickly as possible. Yeah, we always say test, don't guess. Um, So Mm. if you do start to get any of those symptoms of being really tired or you know you're just naturally being a vegan, make sure you regularly get the blood tests of those, those nutrients. Yeah. Like what's one piece of advice you would give another plant-based mama who's listening and they've just started their breastfeeding journey and they're vegan and they're um and they're just wanting to make sure that they've got enough and they're meeting their requirements? I would say my biggest piece of advice is try to build a balanced plate at every meal. Mm. Um now that's a I'm gonna kind of go into that a little bit because you know, it's easy to say balanced plate, but what actually is yeah. that? So when I think about a balanced plate, I think about including four main components in your plate um, in every meal. So the first component is vegetables. So, you know, fruit or vegetables, I would say we really want to go for a colour there that just has a whole lot of different important vital, uh, you know, minerals and antioxidants mm-hmm. um, and also the fibre there to keep our, you know, bowels moving regularly. Yeah. The second part is your proteins and your plant-based proteins. So kind of out of everything, this would, I would always say is the most important one to concentrate on. And the mm. one that I always see people under-reading in or, um, you know, completely missing out. So you want to be including some sort of plant-based protein in your meal. So whether that be like tofu or tempeh or chickpeas or lentils or kidney beans or textured vegetable protein or seitan, and that's going to provide you not only protein, um, when it, which is important because we've got high requirements during pregnancy and breastfeeding, uh, but also that's where we get those crucial nutrients, iron and zinc as well. The third part of the plate is whole grains. So that is, you know, things like brown rice or quinoa or pasta um, or even bread. Um, and that's also going to provide you an additional source of carbohydrates. So, you know, keeping your energy levels um, steady throughout the day. But also particularly for vegans, those foods also contain iron and zinc and additional proteins. So for people following, you know, plant-based or vegan diet, you know, it's it's not only important to have, you know, chickpeas, but you do want to be having that rice or quinoa instead. And then you want to top that meal off with some sort of healthy fats. Um, So whether that be avocado or nuts and seeds or even olive oil. And what those healthy fats can do is they can help us absorb some of the vitamins in that meal. So fats help us absorb absorb our fat-soluble vitamins, vitamins A, D, E, and K, which we find in things like your green leafy vegetables like spinach or even things like carrots. 
as well. So when we think about kind of making sure we've got all those components in our meal, which can sometimes be a bit confusing and overwhelming to think about at the start. Um, but as we start to do it more regularly, it does become easier. And um, that can really help us make sure that we're getting really big nutrition punch every meal, but also helps to address some of those nutrients that we know are going to be regularly at risk, like iron and zinc. Mm, it it's so much easier to think about four different categories rather than mm. all these different micronutrients of how am I going to get mm. my iron and how am I going to get enough protein or calories mm. or zinc uh, or B12, mm. which comes through our supplement. Mm. Uh, and that can be overwhelming in and of itself. And so I think whether you're fully plant-based or even just trying to have more plant-based meals in your diet, it sounds like that's a really good way of thinking about planning for postpartum, thinking about how can I prep some of these just ingredients or, or the, what some of these key sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I guess just giving a few practical examples of what some meals might look like Mm. eating that like we could do something like say for example like a lentil dal so the lentil dal there with the lentils being the protein source you can have a side of you know brown rice potentially with that you know if you've used some yogurt or coconut yogurt like topping that that's going to provide some fats there or even if you're using some olive oil to cook with that's also going to provide some fats and then you could have a side of vegetables so even some steamed things like broccoli or green beans another really good example is things like even stir fries like you know which is common you know whether you're vegan or not vegan most people have made a stir fry before you know so the vegetables there stir fry veg is going to provide that you know key micronutrients there we could choose a protein source like black beans or even tofu and we can have our carbohydrate source as you know potentially even some rice or quinoa or vermicelli noodles then maybe we want to have some extra healthy fats on top of that and so we might top it with some cashews mixed through the stir fry as well Mm. the more that you start to kind of think about your foods in terms of these categories the easier it is to naturally just make ensure that you're getting all those correct micronutrients in each of your meals yeah that's a really great way for us to end really practical thinking about your meals and I can already think about different meals that I have um and thinking about how it could fit into that and so thank you so much Kia for coming on the new mom's nutrition podcast today we'll definitely have you back on to talk a bit more practically about uh plant-based uh nutrition and tips and tricks thank you for joining us no worries thanks for having me if you want to know where to start with postpartum nutrition, you can download our New Mums Nutrition Checklist at lanahearth.com. Now, this podcast is general in nature. It doesn't replace individual medical advice. Also, please subscribe, review, and share this podcast with a friend so that more women can optimize their nutrition and enjoy the experience of motherhood. 